this is this is a joint in a on the I don't know if this is the whole joint the uh Sci High uh, album. Ah, that's the one thing I forgot to listen to. And uh he was like uh he got lucked up with 65 aliases. He don't even know 65 people in the hood. Man. <laughs> and I was like, man, you gotta sample that joint, man. We gotta you we gotta use that in our joint, man. Right. <laughs> I'm with that. See, that means that means Sahai been listening to the show. Of course he is. What up, Sahai? You know what I'm saying? Good music in the building. I'm glad they finally released your album. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, fresh off of getting engaged out in London, mm. it's your boys from Defcon Jive. Still full from this turkey, still still knocking off of this trip. The fan, mm. uh, the mac and cheese was right. The greens no, was, was the greens was hitting. Mm. The drinks were flowing, and we back. Boom, dynamite. What's good? You know, man, just, you know me out here, you know I mean, trying to make it. Yeah. Right, I'm right. Hold, holding it down, you know what I'm saying, the absence of others, you know what I'm saying, but, you mm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to give a big shout out to Sci High, because mm. uh, he, he knows about them aliases. So without further ado, it's your boy, Cannon. Right. A, A.K.A. Mean Joe's Jeans. Oh, okay, okay. B.K.A. Lucky Elton Brands. Mm. CKA okay. Barentine Levi's. Whoa. <laughs> Jeans. Um, <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, lastly, DKA, this this for HU, Charles Drew Religion. Mm, with them transfusions on your again. We, mm. we give you a transfusion, make you fly it from the inside out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. That's you what, what I'm mean? saying. Well, listen, man, I'm back at it. You know what I'm saying? Once again, Don Fon Dunk, because I'm smooth and the cake stay covered. Man, AKA, so much cake at Thanksgiving. Uh, Versace Chachi, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, BKA Mino Melvino. Okay. I'm screaming I'm that nigga. And there's nothing you're going to do about it. You want to know why? Why is that? Because I got cannon backing me. You right about that. Bang, bang. You know, you know what I'm saying? CKA, baby, stays on hell. <laughs> Guess he's been hiding. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, with, like, with this, like with the sniper rifle zoomed in. You know what that is? What's that? That's that I guess Cam hit. You know what I'm saying? Mmm. Mmm. Uh, FKA, Cardan Schnorr. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Manati. You know what I mean? Dude, pass me some of that challah bread. I told him to put some jam on it. You know what I mean? Mmm. Uh, FKA, we send all the haters to Dr. Von D. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Because we leave these niggas, we leave these niggas out here Helen Keller. You know what that is? What's that? They blinky blink and they so, so deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
Uh, That's a good one. That, that, that was a good one. That's the Helen Keller, man. When you blink, you blink, and you so, so deaf, man. Uh, oh, my GK, Huddy Bob Combs. Oh, man. Shouts shout out. Man, fuck that car crash, man. Mmm. Mmm. Uh, lastly, you know what I'm saying? But 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 he wasn't back. Uh, he wasn't back there rapping about nothing, though. He wasn't. And he would never be. No. You know what I'm saying? Uh, last but not least, you know what I'm saying? It's your man, Loon Dynamite. You know what I'm saying? Holla at me if you, need, if you need that white girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm, pushing, I'm pushing H on the block. You know what I'm saying? What's that? Heroin. <laughs> I'm in jail. It's- <laughs> I thought you had something clever. Like it was- no, it's just um, no. Oh, okay. Loon Dynamite. That's what I got. No, <laughs> contributing to the opiate epidemic. I got you. Right, right. <laughs> got that shit so good it make you blink, you blink, and go so so deaf. You know what I'm saying? That's how good my shit is, nigga. <laughs> He's not called Blinky Blink and go so so deaf. Straight like that. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait one fucking minute. I'm looking at your year endless. Well, you know who must be on some shit? The fucking president of the United States. Again with the shits. Because as we record today, Donnie, on Monday, he done called. Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas for about the 5011th time. But this mm. time he did it in front of the Native Americans code breakers, I believe it was. Or no, it wasn't the code breakers, but it was in from World War II. These are what the, the veterans that like 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 real talk, though. Like if ain't no one have like no business fighting for a country that's not theirs, like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's these dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like They've been marginalized and, and fucked up and, and fucked over and disenfranchised the most, you know what I'm saying, from the onset of, uh, of people coming here. And uh, for them to be there and trying to have this, you know, commemoration. It's supposed to be a joyous. And he says, you know, trying to be jokingly, smart assly, like, yeah, we have somebody in, uh, in the Senate called Pocahontas. But why? Has no chill, bro. <laughs> And I mean, that's, it's, it's like it's like it's like when you have a kid, dog. You know, like a restaurant or some shit, and they just like say some off the wall shit. Like and you're just like, what, what the fuck? Mm, Why are you saying that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And he's just like, what do you mean? Like, I thought, you know what I mean, they're, they're Native American, Pocahontas Native American. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's an analogy, man. But you know what's crazy though? You said, um, like they're fighting for their literally, they're fighting for their country. Like this is their country. And they fought mm-hmm. for it with these white folks. Um, and, and and this is how this president right here chooses to repay him. Is talking about you guys been here for a long time, but somebody's been in the Senate for longer. They call her Pocahontas. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, what is that bullshit? I think that, the, and it, even like like more damning than that, or equally as damning, is the fact that they're trying to swing it. Like, he never said like a, a racial slur. Right. He wasn't racially insensitive. And it's like, he didn't say, you know what I mean, a racial slur, you're right. But it's like saying, like, you know what I mean, if it's a group of black guys, or a black guy walks up to you, like, oh, there goes uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron. Like, that has, you know what I mean, racial connotations, you know what I mean, embedded in that. So, like, him saying that and knowing that he said it in front of them, which is why he touched them and laughed when he said it. Right. You know what I mean? 
shows that like that's what that was was meant. Like he tried to do that shit, dog. And, and, he, and he thought it was funny too. Dog. <laughs> and you so before we stop talking about this dude, because we can't talk about this dude no more. What was that bullshit? Why is he why is he now on Twitter? Every time he tweets, he talks to, talking about your favorite president and, and in parentheses, me. Like, what is this, dog? It's that it's that uh Costanza. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's that I'm gonna try to subliminally slide this joint in every time I say this that and then you like read it subconsciously and then it just be like, yeah. And then I slip out one time. Like, yeah, my favorite president Trump. Whoa, 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 what? What? Oh, uh, oh, 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 I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. <laughs> right, right. It's too late. You already got you. <laughs> so that's what it is. It's subliminal. It's mm-hmm. not his ego, like, trying to force... Is It's his ego trying to force us to think of him as our favorite president. Yeah. But that's not going to work, though. I don't know, man. It's going to work for somebody. <laughs> yeah, those people don't need subliminal messages. Mm. Oh, man. Um, well, fuck that dude. Right. On to another joint, not so subliminal. 21 Savage pinned the letter to, I guess, the OGs of hip hop. And what he, what his main thrust was, pause, was the old heads, you know, did things very similar to how they're doing it right now. Uh, The old heads need to stop judging. Uh, I believe one of the one of the quotes in there was, "They say we make drug user music, but what about this song? What about that song? What about this song?" So um, he asked the old heads to kind of lighten up and fall back. And Ti came to his defense and said, "Yeah, some of the old heads do need to kind of fall back with it." So uh, boom! I know you had a very strong reaction to this letter. Uh, so the, the thing is this: like, and what I don't like about Twitter, or what I do like about the new Twitter is that they're giving you more characters. But what happens is that we read these uh, these tweets, and then we try to extrapolate like uh, some kind of deeper meaning. Like I, I don't know. Like there, there's 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 some sound arguments and stuff that he says, right? But it's not even that. It's, it's not like it's disjointed, and so it's like. I don't know if he really meant that or he's just, you know what I mean, rattling a thing off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's something that he said for that um, back in the old times, you know what I'm saying? In our times, right. they made music about selling drugs. Now, how can you criticize the next generation for using drugs? Mm-hmm. Like he profited, you know, exclusively all that. And, and I think that's a good argument, but I don't know if that's what he was trying to say. You know what I mean? Mm. You don't think that's what Twenty One was trying to say, or I don't, I don't, I don't know that if, if that was the depth of his argument, or if he was just saying, "Oh, that oh, we made bad music. Uh, you made bad music in your day, and we're making bad music too. So why are you criticizing us? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know oh, how, oh, okay, how deep it is. Like you, you did something that was wrong, and we're doing something that's wrong too. But how can you? You know what I mean? Right, right. Because you're right. That was actually a really good point to say. Like you know, if all you're talking about is pushing weight through the hood, and then our parents push weight through the hood, then obviously we're going to be the drug users. Right. So yeah, that's a great point. You're right. But if his, if that wasn't his point and his point was more so, like you said, we make bad music. So don't judge us because y'all have bad music too. Then 
that doesn't that doesn't hold. That does <laughs> that's not right because yes, we had some bad music, but in, empirically, you can take so it's it's kind of like how you could take a writing sample from Shakespeare's time and you can see, you know, every word is scribed out. There's double meaning. Um, you know, there's there's similes, there's metaphors, like it's it's written in a way that's poetic. And then you get, you know, break it up, break it up, break it up, break it up. Like that's not poetic. So like empirically, you could say that, you know, Nas's It Ain't Hard to Tell is better than insert 21 Savage song because I don't know any of his songs. I mean, I I, I I agree somewhat, but to that I'll say that I think, you know I mean, it's a different aesthetic for a different year. But I will say that there needs to be a way where you can, I don't know that there's a space in music now or in, in any time like when you're having a young versus old conversation wherein you can like criticize uh, either side. And it's like, um, if you say something about Jordan, Jordan can shoot like Curry, like, and it's like goes against your memory and all these other things Um, I think that there needs to be an open space where you can just say like you look man I understand what you're saying I understand your viewpoint however you know what I mean there's this Mm -hmm. as well you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying and I I think there's a a grave absence of, of, of that kind of debate to say that and like I said musically just fucking uh, over the years, like clearly, we would say our our years were the, were the best. You know what I mean? Because that's our aesthetic, and that's yeah, yeah, of course, because because it's their aesthetic. Of course, yeah. I and I have nothing against that, but what? And, and you're right. We should have this space to where we're not so. There's like, not, it doesn't have to be trash. Like you know, what right, I'm saying? Like, right. There doesn't have to be so much vitriol for the new generation at all. But I can say that this album's not good because I've heard. You know, what I mean. 150 other albums. Right, right. And it's not me saying this album is not good because I'm old and it's not, you know what I mean? Like, or vice versa, like Lonzo Ball talking about how 444 is not a, uh, 24s, or 444 mm-hmm. is not a good album because, you know what I mean? It doesn't go, it doesn't, not relevant to his life. Right. Or or how Lonzo Ball said, nah, it's not, a re- it's not relevant. Right. It's, it's it, it, it is the same thing, but, I, so you can say Jordan doesn't shoot like Steph Curry, but you can say that Jordan averaged 31 points a game, nine assists a game, and Curry averaged 34 points a game and seven assists a game. And you can argue those stats and what that means, right? So yes. in that vein, can't I say that, you know, not saying I give Mike's minstrel cycles, Streets Disciple, I rock beast that's, that's a mega trifle. Like I can I can't say that that empirically is better than break it up, break it up, break it up, break it up. But that, that's the thing, Ken. Is like that takes the, you know, what I mean, the premise that you would actually listen to it and, and and listen to it objectively, and not try to say like you know, I'm listening just to prove a point or whatever. Like mm-hmm. the reality is that there's a lot of music that was before our time, and yeah. when we listen to like uh, BDK or or. or you know what I mean? Rock camera, like, you know, that shit is dope. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even though it wasn't necessarily 
you know, speaking to our time, like the nigga said, uh, fish, which is my favorite dish, which is not a bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's not a bar, son. I mean, you know it's not a bar. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I mean? It was probably a bar back then. Like, like, you all like fish too, son. Like, that's my shit. But in order to, in able to be like, you know, it in context, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was listening to uh, fucking uh, Slick Rick uh, the other day on Satellite Radios, A Teenage Love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And again, a lot of shit's not relevant. Uh, the, 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 the fucking words, the lingo is not, you know, the same, but he told a story and I was like, this is fucking dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, he's rapping his ass off. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can be able to appreciate that and compare that. The, the issue is that people are unwilling to listen to things. Like, like you said, people, a lot of people say, yeah, fuck mumble rap, fuck the Migos. Like, no, Migos actually got some shit there. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. you, have to actually, you, have, you actually gotta listen to this shit. Yeah. And I just think on both sides, it needs to be more open and, and to listening. And I don't think that 21 Savage is in a position where he's like, he's putting out some kind of like subversive, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I got this, this simplistic style, but I'm really got these, you know what I mean? These bars in there, or I really got these, uh, these themes or, you know what I mean? This, this street narrative, like, it's not there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. that's, that's my issue is that you're talking about, we still, we got shit popping, but you don't. Right. And, and in in our generation, we have plenty of music that has absolutely no substance. Like we know this, um, and of all generations, there's music of you know. Well, I won't say all, but of a lot of later generations, there's music of no substance. And I mean, even back in the day when wax cylinders, you know, they 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 were singing you know songs about down home that some of them were like just like light and fluffy and they had no substance too. So all generations have music of no substance. Um, But it just seems like, and maybe this is a young versus old thing. It just seems like so much newer stuff has less and less substance than before. So it's, it's almost like comparing levels of trashness. Like which, which generation has more trash that they are putting out. I mean, we, we we a lot of trash. I think that we just carry this stuff that's not trash with us. But I will say this: back to the point about uh, Twenty One Savage being trash, because um, mm-hmm. because clearly he's trash. <laughs> um, but my, my thing is like, if you're if, if you don't value like yourself as a rapper, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like like. If, if that's not your shit, like, if you just, like, know what, I'm getting money. Like, if, if you're a hustler, then, like, Cameron, I'm not a rapper, I'm a hustler. It's just that rap is my hustle. Like, mm-hmm. that's fine with me. Right. But you can't defend your raps. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you, can't, you can't say I'm not whack. Like, no, that's not that's not how it works. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're in this, like, for 50 Cent to be a, a marketing genius and I don't really need to sell, uh, to, to push these rhymes no more, like, I understand that. But you can't defend the rats, bro. Like you can't say <laughs> you're hating on us. Like yes, we can hate on you because you're not. We're not hating on you getting money. We're hating on you exploiting this. Like, right. You know what I mean, right. You you already told me that you're not in this for rap. You told me you're in this for the money and the fame and the girls. So I'm going to call your mm-hmm. your raps whack, and your raps being whack have nothing to do with you getting money, getting right. girls, and being famous. Right. Because fucking Tiger had the worst raps. And he got money and got famous. 
and got bitches. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like you, you do you. How about how about you just state right up front that you don't care about rap, and a few of them have done that, and I appreciate the transparency. Right. So just tell me up front. I am not in this to be the greatest rapper of all time. I don't want to be on your list of top 10 rappers. I want to make music that, you know, you can go in the club, feel on a chick, smoke a L, and that's what I want to do. Like Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa never claims to be the greatest rapper, but he also never claimed that he wanted, you know, this, this, and that. All he wanted to do was smoke weed and make chill-ass music. I don't like it, but... I can't say it's whack. I could just say that I don't like it. Dog, that, that's exactly and precisely it, dog. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't they don't respect their lane, dog. Mm. You know what I mean? They don't respect their lane. Mm. They're habitual line steppers. If you're saying, you know what I mean, 1700 on the East Milan, track it. Please watch where you dumping, yo. Like, that's what you're about. You're about your money shit. Mm-hmm. And, and my, my thing is this. How does an old ass nigga to Hayden affect you from living your life? Mm. <clears throat> like, if you're about making money and fucking bitches, you think the clubs are like, nope. I'm sorry. <laughs> Grandmaster Cass said you're away. <laughs> like, like, you think you're about to get, get topped off and they're like, nope. Busy B said you don't got it no more. Like, <laughs> Like that shit doesn't like like when uh you remember when uh when KRS One was beefing with um Nelly yeah I do remember that that was stupid and as I, hell and I was like what like why for both of you like you know what I'm saying yeah. like about Nelly I'm like listen like I, I have this is a no win situation like I'm not gonna say shit back because he's one of the greatest of all time and you know what I mean just just doesn't make sense to me like he's not stopping my day right this is not '88 this is not you know what I'm saying like. PM Dawn, like he's not throwing you off the stage. Like this is, <laughs> this is, this is, this has no bearing on who you are, dog. Like I don't understand that shit. Could you imagine that though? Could you imagine them being like, uh, "I'm sorry, Tony was savage." Cool Mo D said you're not allowed to perform here. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be insane. I'm sorry, uh, Geronimo said uh, you're whack. So I guess you cannot. <laughs> Cannot come in this brothel tonight, sir. <laughs> Have a nice one. Oh man, she means nothing, I'm, though. Like, I'm sorry, I mean, sir. Like, you're not allowed to p- perform here. It's PE because Craig G said your rhymes is whack. <laughs> so apparently, uh, DJ Red Alert's not gonna spin any of your records, right? So <laughs> you just go ahead and get your get your things. Load it back up. Listen, DJ Marley Marl said <laughs> this record is not banging in the club. You, you're not. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's too old for future flavors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can play it on past flavors. You can't get paid <laughs> on, on future flavors. We need, some, we, need some, we need some newer stuff here, right? <laughs> uh, so, no like, old like, is actually having like, that power would be ridiculous. Like, how does this happen affecting, you know what I'm saying, 21's album sales? Right, right. Because really, it, it does kind of come off as like an attention grab, right? Because anytime 
a young rapper goes at the quote unquote OGs or the old heads, it gets it gets the old heads riled up in, in talking about it. Um, but like you said, you know, a random twenty two year old who loves Twenty One Savage, right, doesn't care one shit about what you know Fizzy Woe and Billy Dance have to say. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I was gonna let you in here, but uh, Fizzy Woe makes it. So. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to go through that tonight again. So, um, like Teflon said, that your shit is whack. So you can't. You're done. So you're right. You're right. Why? That's that's a great question. I wish we had Twenty One Savage on the show to ask him this question. Like, what does Peter Guns and Lord Tariq have to do with you getting money? You are to the heart. They got love for all. Hmm. Anyway, speaking of New York, Boom Dynamite, mm. we got us an old-fashioned Harlem old. versus Harlem beef. It's old. <laughs> Just old. <laughs> Just old. We got an old-fashioned New York beef between Murder Mace and Killer Cam. COC to the death. To the death, huh? Ain't no more COC. How do you feel Ain't about it. this, Boom? How you feel about being transported back to 96? I feel like uh, it's long overdue, almost to the point where I almost didn't care. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, when I saw the journal, I was like, I'm not going to listen to this joint. And then like five minutes later, I was like, let me just, let me let me just, just listen to some of these young. Yeah, let me just go ahead and see what they got. Um, but it's long overdue. Um, it's super salacious. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> like, dude. Like I, um, uh, I don't know that there's been a rap beef where it's been this like, yeah, you know I mean, uh, just so much uh, muck raking and so much dirt throwing, uh, but I don't know, man. I still feel kind of indifferent. Really? I still, I still do. I still feel like if this was maybe like, even this is if this was like 2005, six when he came back, mm-hmm. might have felt better. But if this was like 98. I would have like fucking peed my pants. Dog. I would have like, yo, this would have been on my tape, like in my boom box, rewinding constantly. Right. Which is which is crazy because like I said, they have so much they 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 have so much history and shit to talk about. And for this shit to come out and it to be so crazy, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh it was all right. But but how about Mace rapping again? And Mace is rapping. Like, like, like rapping, rapping. It wasn't that, you know what I'm saying? I just said that to get you bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, nah, it, it was that, yeah. It was like, I, it was like if he, it was like he was listening to his uh, Niggas Done Started Something verse on repeat. Mm, it was just right. like, yo, I got to hit him like this again. I got to, I got to do this again. I got it. He. It was a high ninety seven Cardan freestyle. You know yeah, all that? over again. And it was uh, somebody on Twitter said it best. They said if the if the first eight bars within the first eight bars, you say you fucked your sister, right? What is the rest of the song? Uh-oh. Like, right. 
Where do you right. go from there? <laughs> right, right. Uh, so let's take it song by song. Um, how do you feel about the Mace song? The, you know, the raps, the lyrical content, the the hits, the blows. Do you feel he got him? Do you feel that he went overboard? Like, do you think he should be on Hot 97 like Jay was, apologizing for things that he said? No, no, he shouldn't apologize. He already, he already put the joint on Twitter. They had a joint and they just kind of pieced it up. Um, they pieced but, it up? Uh, yeah, I'll put a link to the joint. Um, okay. But uh, he's spitting, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the, like you said, it's that old, it's that old, you know what I'm saying, Mace, you know what I mean? Uh, I like that joint a lot. I, I'm not really, like the cam, the cam joint, the dinner time joint is all rebuttal. Yeah, yeah, we, um, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Um, but uh, it's killer joint. Uh, like, the, the, like, like Remy said, the program album is okay. Um, it's got a couple joints on there. That wouldn't be the joint of choice for me, right? Um, but I think I think Mace got him. And even if some of the shit is salacious or false, like you know what I'm saying, like he still got him. And he spit like he's he's, he's mm-hmm. talking big shit and he's rapping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and the rap over the blueprint two beat was uh right right that that was a great beat choice for Mace right mm. so all right so you feel Mace like hey, prime times two man like he went he went in uh, how do you feel Mace. about it was like it was like COC it was like Harlem World again huh? it really was shout, shout to her McGruff the la- the last line was uh I'm what do you say I'm I'm the uh something in the eagle. In the logo, because because Harlem World is in the logo for diplomats. Mm. Like that was dope. So it's so many it's so many joints, man. You know I mean? Yeah. So how do you feel about the cam rebuttal at the dinner time, which was pretty much a line by line rebuttal right. to Mace? Right. It was whack. It was whack. It wasn't whack. It was just like. It was. It was like you said. It was like the, I, I studied your tape and I wrote a I wrote a joint. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the beat. You know what I mean, it gave me more of what I want when I want Cam. But it, yeah, yeah, a heat maker's beat, a new joint. Right, but I just wanted him to go hard and not as much. Like you said, like I felt like it was just like a rebuttal. Like he was answering questions. Question one A. Mm. It's just different. And you say again in the first fucking three bars, you know what I'm saying? I got a sister. The sister was fucking was yours. That's like the first six bars. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I agree with you, though. I don't think, I don't say it was whack. And I think that he did have some punches in there. Uh, Like, like when he said, um, I went over, what do you say? I went over Diddy's crib and there was a dildo on the oh, sink. Oh, dildo on the sink. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, and, and it's believable. Right. I, but I don't know, because he said he fucked his sister. And like, I don't know, but I do believe that dildo on the sink. Right, right. So, um, like, Cam had some punches. I don't know where the hell he recorded it. Like, I know we record our podcast in our perspective areas like i'm still in my guest room uh i'm in i'm in i'm actually live from the fortress of solitude you know what i'm saying okay. like i'm at crystals because they reflect the sound most eloquently <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
most vibrantly, dog? Are, are, are your uh, your vibrations are reaching another level? It's that vibranium, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, but like, it sounds like he recorded that joint in a bathroom with no soundproofing on like a 1938's 38 radio microphone. It was that Beyonce mic from uh, that Eminem joint. You know what I'm <laughs> Like it's it sounds bad, but uh I I think Mace definitely got him. Mace Mace rapped for like what was it, four minutes straight? No yeah. no breaks, no breaths. No um, chorus, yeah. No hooks. And and, and and like I said, he's rapping like he's hungry again. Not none of that funny, you know. The 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 little draw that he used to have, it's just straight murder. Mace is back. Um, I think he realized that when he when he when he dropped that uh, welcome back joint. Oh, that was, that shit was so whack. And he was like, no, I can't do this slow flow. You know what I mean? Like softball, motherfucking raps where I just throw the joint up there and then the punchline comes because you know it's coming like from three bars ahead. Right. And it wasn't popping no more. Right. And I think you realize I go back to this real shit rapping. You know what I mean? So the last question in Boom Dynamite is how do you feel about this affecting hip hop as, you know, at large? Like, I saw a lot of people saying that this is good for hip hop because this this type of thing puts hip hop back to, you know, a competitive spirit. It puts people back on their toes. You know, steel sharp, sharp and steel, swords sharp and swords. Um, do you feel that same way? Like this is good for hip hop. We need more, more of this, or is it an anomaly? And like we don't need this. We're we're fine where it is. Just let the young boys do what they do. I mean, I definitely like it. I think some of it may have something to do with uh, Cam's album. Like I said, from what I saw, you know what I'm saying on um, the joint where. They were tweeting at each other, you know what I'm saying? It seemed like they're cool. So uh it seemed like there was a plug for the program, you know what I'm saying? However, you know what I mean, I feel like this is what the game does need. Like I said mm. before, you need to be able to have a a, a forum where you can say, you know what, I think this is whack. And it's not your hater, it's not your, you know what I mean, you're a bitch ass three years, you know what I mean? Like it's that's your opinion, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm whack. Then I got I got this shit that tells you I'm not whack. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and what about this right here that says that I'm not even that even whack, not even near whack? And uh, I would love to see more of that. Yeah, because it really it really was kind of like you know, Cam said his little thing about how he had to save Mace, yada yada yada. But Mace came back and showed that he wasn't whack, that he didn't need that. Um. Basically, like, don't forget about me. I can still do this. So in, in the spirit of competition, that is definitely what the game needs of like, if if I criticize you, 21 Savage, to tie these two topics together, if I say 21, you're whack. And if you care about your raps, like, like we have determined that you don't. But if you care about your raps, then you would say, I'm not whack. And watch me. You know, you from the South, so go ahead, get you a, you know, an 808 Mafia beat or a DJ Toomp beat 
or, you know, get get you something and rap. Like, show me you're not whack. Show me you got metaphors, similes. You could be poetic. You could you could paint a picture. Or even at the, at the, at the, at the like the basis level. Like, you know what I'm saying? Rap back. <laughs> but not like just, just rap back like you know, a threat. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, get, get on your goon shit. If you're 21 Savage, get on your Savage shit. Like, you, right. like, you saw with the motherfucking... Uh, the uh, young dolphin, motherfucking Yo Gotti beef, and you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And they released a hundred shots. Like, how you miss a whole hundred shots? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's just clever. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just like that. That just feeds into you know what I'm saying. The market. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which, which makes you more bread. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That make that shows that you're an artist. Like, I can take what's happening in real life and flip it into something. You know what I'm saying? That represents that shit. Right. So what would it take for new rappers like Young Dolph and Yo Gotti? What, what would it take for somebody like Young Savage to do that, to do a Mace versus Cameron, to do, you know, an old-fashioned rap beef and let, let's let our skills speak for us? I don't, I don't think they're going to do it, though. Like, it's just not, it's just not in it's, them? I, I just think it's two different aesthetics. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think... Like it'd be interesting if it was like if like a if they if, if they hollered at a different dude like say they hollered like they if they hollered at like a Luda or somebody mm-hmm. and I not say Luda because you know what I mean Luda is fucking lyrical as shit right but he can make a fucking uh stupid little poppy song you know what I'm saying yeah. And so, if it's like, you know what I mean, if, if, if you switch the metric up, he'll still be able to perform. And if they're like, you know what I mean, I bet you I'll make a better song than you in 2017. And Luda may be able to put together some shit that gets more views or more likes than a 21 Savage, just opposed to a Saigon, you know what I'm saying? Oh, not Saigon. What I'm saying, you know what I mean? <laughs> The Yard Father? I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's crazy to, for you to use Luda as an example because Luda T.I. had their little beef in Luda fucking rapped at T.I., dog. Like, he went hard at T.I. And T.I. rapped and went hard at him. And, like, for somebody like T.I., T.I. ended Lil Flip's career rapping. He did. Game over. Like, almost ended Rick Ross's career rapping. So it's funny to, to to use those two as examples of like, you know, if we want this competitive spirit back, those two dudes are dudes that would do that. Whereas, so I, I guess it comes down to who's raising these kids, right? Like, is it the participation trophy whole argument that conservatives use for kids not being tough? Or like, were their parents around just steering them to different, different things? Like, what is it? What? Why has the competition in hip hop died? I, I think you know. I mean, some of it is is the media. You mm. know what I'm saying in that there's so much out there now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in uh, our day, you know what I'm saying the main fucking. Uh, vehicle that that 
communicated music to us was uh, the radio. Right. And listen to the radio, you had old school and noon, so you had to listen to, you know what I'm saying, songs before you hear. Yep. You had a motherfucking uh, R&B station that made you listen to, you know what I'm saying? The Temptations. Older songs. Exactly. Yep. And, and that was just, you know, the soundtrack of your day. You know what I mean? Now with the with the uh, playlist and yeah, you know I mean, I can hear motherfucking trap music all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. ain't no stop at twelve, ain't no reggae at nine, ain't no mm. like. You know what I mean, freestyles at ten thirty. It's all trap. Interesting. And, and because of that, like, I don't have an uh, ear. You know what I mean for anything else? Interesting. That makes it that makes it sound almost like uh, how they talk about political, you know, political stances being in, in their bubbles. Of if you're a conservative, all you do is listen to Fox News and right. read Breitbart, and if you're a liberal, all you do is watch MSNBC and read the Huffington Post, and you don't get outside of that. You don't get different opinions. It sounds like you're saying because you can listen to trap music 24-7 whenever you want, you get stuck in a trap music bubble so you don't hear boom bap. You don't hear West Coast. You don't hear Midwest double-time rapping so you don't expand your ear. Dog, when when uh when we were coming up, like, and this is no bullshit, but, like, I didn't get any Southern rap. No, we didn't. Until, until you know, watching, like, The Basement on BET. and. Mm-hmm. The joint would be like you would watch the basement to get to your video and watch the video that you want to see, and in between that you'd have to watch you know me other videos. Yeah, just so happened it would be shit from Cali, shit from the Midwest, shit from the South, and that's the first time I heard Three Six Mafia. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, yeah. Uh, now if I go on YouTube, you know what I'm saying, and I just play a video and videos of the life will come up behind it. So like right. I would just like if I if I go fucking mace, you know what I'm saying, I'll get the whole Harlem world or something nineties like fucking pub daddy. Like it would just be that sound until I push stop. There's no, you know what I mean, shake up. There's no check this out. Right. Right. And I think that's um I think that's what the Spotify playlist tried to do. Where they tried to like, if you like this then we're going to play this. And the same thing with Pandora. Like, Pandora, less less so because they had their whole music genome project, which would say, all right, you liked East Coast mafioso rap. So that means if you listen to Nas, you're going to like Coogee rap. And then you're going to like Biggie. And then you're going to like Mob Deep, et cetera, et cetera. Um, whereas uh, Spotify tried to try to introduce you to something new. They'll say, all right. And and the same thing with SoundCloud. They'll say, all right, you played this. Now, you know, the most recommended thing that might come after this is this. And it might be something different. Uh, but you're right. With the YouTube thing, same things. Like, if I play 21 Savage, then obviously I'm going to play Migos after that. And then obviously I'm going to play Cardi B after that. And then obviously I'm going to play, you know, Young Dolph after that. And then Yo Gotti. And then Jeezy. Et cetera, et cetera. So you, you really don't get that variety that you're talking about. 
and, and that's what and that's what's missing. And even even like you said, with people of our age, like you said, you get stuck in that boom bap mm-hmm. uh, age, and like I don't listen to nothing else. Like you know what I mean, right? Uh, even on what you've been listening to, is that we've been listening to a lot of them and shit from you know what I mean. Our era, yeah, saying our our aesthetic, yeah, or or you know when we do the Wash Man, it's because we listen to something new and we don't get it. But you're listening to the radio. (laughs) But you're right. We when we do the what you've been listening to, most times it is because you know I'll put on Mob Deep and and I really want to talk about it because it took me back, or I listen to you know some mixtape, some some DJ Clue mixtape, Summertime Shootout. You know, from '94. Um, so you're right, and and we we all have, you know, just like we implore the young to give our old stuff a, a chance. We do have, you know, the responsibility to say, all right, if this is what you like, then I'm gonna check it out. And when I check it out, I'm gonna tell you it's whack, and I'm gonna tell you why, instead of just being like, nah, I can't understand what he's saying. It's a wrap. I'm I'm done. I give up. But being old, you also have to realize that you like some whack shit. Yes, and I'm not. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and, and, this, and don't don't play yourself like you was just like everything that you co-signed was. You know what I mean? Motherfucking classical, right? You know what I'm saying the diamond shit. Like nine like, times listen, out of ten, you had some shit. I will put on. I wish I was a baller right now. That song's whack, son. Terrible. That song's whack. But I'll put it on because it was fun. And I think that's what it all comes down to. Dog, for uh, Christmas, I got a uh, Walkman. And uh, my mom bought me a tape for the Walkman. And it was uh, an MC Hammer joint. I was walking around the streets with a hammer on her. Mm, that was whack. That's the only rap out of my head. Uh, that was whack, son. However, however... Hammer had like a bar or two. Gave you one, dog. <laughs> Gave you one. And and I'm with you, boom. I, I've told the story before how one of my first tapes that were ever given to me was Born Yam- Born Jamaicans. Born Jamaicans. Yeah, that yard core. The people want more. Mm. That joint was whack. Mm. <laughs> but at the time, you know, it was fun. Right. So you're you're right, boom. As as the old heads, we do have that responsibility to say, yeah, some of my joints were whack, especially the singles that were permeating the airwaves. Not all of whom were hits because they were hits. I had uh, the Sporty Thieves single. You know what I'm I don't want no scrubs, no pigeons. Oh, right, right, right. I don't want no pigeons. That's right. Terrible. It was it was awful. That was bad. And but we boop, but we we banged it because it was the main response to had I don't want those scrubs. It had to happen. It had to happen. It had to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet still, sporty thieves would give you a bar here and there. Uh I don't know what to do with these young boys. Boom. What you going to? What are you going to do with Joey when he starts listening to whack music? I mean, let him let them go through it, and then, uh, like I said, just pay some dope shit on the side, and then, like, you know what I mean, have to talk about it. Because I was talking about this shit to Kim the other day, and I was just like, you know what I mean? Because 
there was dope niggas of every genre. So like there was like a uh, fucking Bob Dylan and like uh, John Lennon and uh, motherfucking uh, Paul Simon. These great motherfucking songwriters. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just just great. You know what I'm saying? Like. And, and a lot of them they made ridiculous hits. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, they did. That's cool. That's cool too. Like you right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, like you're not gonna shit on them. And like you know, hungry like the wolf isn't good or whatever. <laughs> like, because not as great as you know what I'm saying. Fucking Mrs. Robinson or some shit. Like it's it's just it's it's alright. You can live too. Right. But you know what I'm saying. After a while, realize you know what I'm saying, like the craftiness, like when, like, like when you have Jay Z in the Songwriters Hall of Fame, like realize it's not Twenty One Savage, like, right, you know right. Twenty like, One Savage ain't going into the Songwriting Hall of Fame, like, like you know what I'm saying. Let's let's, let's get that, like you know what I'm saying, like get that straight. Let's understand a couple things, right. a couple things clear. And Jay Z, they ain't even write it down. Mm. How you get the Songwriter Hall of Fame and you don't write nothing down? Mm. Miracle exercises. Uh, I want to take a quick detour, boom, before we go into uh the Black Business of the Week, and, and that's on the um topic of songwriting. Since we're in a hip hop mood right now, right? I recently found out that there were a lot of people who did not know that Jay Z ghost wrote for Dr. Dre on Still Dre. And what? Yeah, it recently came to surface because Snoop Dogg did an interview where he talked about, you know, the process of making that song and having Jay write the whole song, including Snoop's part. And people mm-hmm. didn't know that Jay ghost wrote for Snoop. Which made me wonder, how would you feel about how do you feel about people putting certain rappers in, you know, the top 10 who have ghostwriters, not knowing that a song or two may have been ghostwritten. You can't make the top 10 if you you have writings. But let me ask you this. I also had this conversation this week with a coworker. Mm. Um, Hot take. Has Snoop Dogg ever given you a bar? What? That's your that's your question? I'm asking. Snoop has given you a bar. Let me spell his name out. <laughs> I'm not saying it's whack. And and, and that's and, and I'm saying I'm saying that to say this. I'm not saying it's whack. Same thing with the Buster Rhyme. I'm not saying it's whack. I'm not saying that uh, you know what I mean, not Good MC, maybe a, a supreme MC, and that you can last this long without giving him a bar. <coughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? A bar. I think we're going to have to go back. I'm going to have to go back and and you know replay the tape. But I'm fairly sure that Snoop has given us a bar at some point. I'm fairly sure of this. I'm I, I'm actually going to say I'm 100% sure of this. That Snoop has given us a bar. Yeah, I, I got to go I got to go back into the lab. I got to go the fact, 
the fact that he's been rapping for 30 years and you can't come off the top of your head and makes me wonder. <laughs> because you don't ever think of Snoop as like having bars like that. That's my point. But I'm, and it's, and it's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. And I'm not jumping to his defense because Snoop is still going to be up there because he gave us classics. Right. But I, I, I am fairly sure as a fact of matter that Snoop Dogg has given us a bar at some point. I just have to go back and listen because he doesn't give us too many. You're right. But he's given us a bar at some point. We shall, we shall see. We but shall see. It, it, is, it is agreed that, 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 that it is farce. It's few and far between. There, there are you know few and far between Snoop Dogg bars, yes. Because you're a college girl listening to Pat Boone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that was out of nowhere. That was just like, because, like, that's like, how old are you, my friend? <laughs> uh, what year is this? But uh, yeah, I wanted to, but the the Ghost Rider thing because you know it's going to come up soon. Um, uh, because Drake is, you know, he has ascended to a certain level in hip hop, and the the accusations of ghost writing have followed him for a while. Um, so if it was ever proven a hundred percent true that, like, you know, what's his name? Q? I forgot his name. Q something. Quentin. Quentin. Uh. Yeah, but if like that dude produced a piece of paper where it w- he wrote the lyrics, there's bars written in this notebook by him that Drake spit, does Drake lose that status as, you know, a great rapper? So I think, no, I think it's different. I think uh, like uh, you can be uh, you know, a good rapper, a great rapper. You know what I'm saying? And just not right. Like, like, uh, I feel like, uh, R. Kelly is a, is a, is a great singer. Like, maybe the best singer of our time. Had he maybe got some more people to write his songs other than getting trapped in the closet many times, <laughs> he, he might be like, you know what I mean? The greatest of all time. Like, you know what I mean? But that's also different. R.B. is different because you definitely have a team of writers in R&B. But what I'm saying is, like, you have, if you look at like an Eazy, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and real motherfucking his, G's, yeah, his 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 voice, his cadence, and the fact that that was his pseudo reality, you know what I mean, allowed him to deliver those lines like no one else could. You know what I'm saying? Other than mm-hmm. a dope ass rapper, like right? you know what I mean. So, like, uh. The fact that someone else writes your hits, but you can continually make hits, like you know what I mean, like that's 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 a that, that's the thing, like you know what I mean, like if you can if you can continuously come out with something that's hot, that makes you that makes you you know what I'm saying to be to to be commended, you know what I mean? That, that means you put up there. But I think if you want to talk about like lyricists or like rappers, rappers you can't be up there, but. Mm. But Drake can be up there. I mean, like, like it's like Michael Jackson's not on like any list for like greatest singers of all time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like musical singers, like, you know what I mean? Like, voice, vocal, 
You know what I'm saying? Voice <laughs> singers of all time. Right. Um, and he had a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, write for him. You know what I'm saying? But he's the greatest pop artist of all time. Hands down. Yeah, no contest. Tennessee made hits. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, and, and continue continue to be relevant. So there, there's something to be said for that. And I think there's a different lane. It is. It is different because he credited all his writers, like all the time. And Beyonce, too. I mean, even to take it to today, Beyonce will credit her writers. Like, we know that Ray Schwimmer wrote joints for Beyonce. Like, we, we know, and we know that Drake himself has worked on writing with Beyonce. Like, that's why R&B is a whole different lane. Unless you're Aaron Abernathy, then you write everything by yourself. Mm. But and we we see in his notepad we we can vouch for that. But it, when you do when you when you write it by yourself, then they call it a monologue. I, I believe they call that a monologue. And then when he sings that at you, and what's it called? And, and you can talk back to him. That's dialogue right there. Okay. Um, but you know, from the beginning of hip hop, it was I'm the MC. I write my rhymes. Um. You know, I don't write nobody else's rhymes for me. I mean, remember when that used to be like the most scandalous thing that you could be accused of was one, beat biting or stealing beats. And two, uh, you know, somebody else writing your rhymes, having a ghostwriter. I mean, Skills, uh, sorry, kids, there's a rapper named Skills. He used to go by Mad Skills. He's a DJ now. Uh, he had a song called Ghostwriter. Where mm-hmm. he named a whole bunch of people he wrote for. And that was one of the most salacious songs in hip-hop mm-hmm. at a time. So um, nowadays, it's just like, oh, yeah. He never sold another record. <laughs> right. Uh, but now it's like, oh, yeah. So what if Drake had a ghostwriter? I mean, but but Diddy had ghostwriters. Like, like you, if you're talking like, you know what I'm saying, our area, you're talking about Diddy and motherfucking... Uh, Fucking Drake. Right, but I mean, did he said I don't. But did he said I don't write rhymes. I write checks. He told us that. Yeah, but you know I mean, it was also like album of the year. Like you know, what I'm saying, it wasn't like it was no way out. It was like you know, what I'm saying all types of platinum. Yeah, but at the same time, DJ Khaled is up for album of the year also. So I I put that in the same vein. But he's not on. He's not rapping on the records. Like you know, what I'm saying, yeah. he's actually rapping on the record. I mean, Jada's actually. I mean, Sean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Royce is rapping on the record. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know what I mean. D Dot is rapping on the record. It's just like, like, yeah, like even like a uh, fucking yeah, Dr. Dre from from way back. Mm-hmm. Like fucking Ice Cube and shit. Yeah, yeah, the DLC, right. But I mean, even then, Dre never really admitted it. But but uh, Easy, Easy, I mean, <laughs> Easy was like you know a marionette. Like uh, what what did he say? Uh, Ice Cube, Ice Cube writes the rhymes that I'm rapping or something like that. That was the line. Mm. So like Easy E told you, Dre may not have told you, but Easy told you. Um. So I guess the final question is. If you're if you're if your little boy, if the dawn came to you and was like, yo, I love rapper ABC, 
but my world just shattered because I just found out that Two Chains wrote his rhymes. Like, what would you tell him? How how would you break it down for him? I'm sorry. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean he's less of a performer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it just means he's not a very good rapper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's, that's all it means. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like you can perform the hell out of it. I feel like, you know what I mean, there's space for that. Like, you know what I mean? When, when niggas need it, like, I mean, I, I need a girl, you know what I'm saying, to fill out this mafioso vibe, you know what I'm saying, for our crew. I need you to say this. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the crazy thing. A lot of people don't know that Foxy Brown's first album was basically a Jay-Z Nas album. Mm -hmm. Nas wrote about a third of them. Jay wrote like three, four songs on there. Black Republican. It was pretty much. (laughs) Shut the young guy. But yeah, so like I got, I don't, I don't fake, I don't, I don't, I don't fall Drake. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not my aesthetic. Like you know, you like listen to views and all this other shit. Like I see what he's trying to do. I see the lane he's trying to create. Like more power to you, bro. You just can't come out here and be like I'm a rapper. Just like you know, what I mean, Twenty One Savage. Like you can't say these raps though. Yeah, so he's not that good of a rapper then. No, he's not. <laughs> Get somebody got some bars with him. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like Pierce. I feel like that's like a, that's that's the lame dad. It's like, look, he can't even shoot a mid range jump shot. You know? like, somebody, <laughs> son, you you don't want somebody to shoot that good. You know what I mean? Eighteen and fifteen footer. That's what you want to be like. You know? <laughs> Fuck all them dunks. You know what I mean? What you need? <laughs> It's a strong layup, a good left-handed layup. You know what I mean? <laughs> you gonna give your son the same talk, the same the same basketball talk that you'll give him for rap? I mean, that's what that's what's gonna sound like. And I was like, if I say get you somebody with bars, you're gonna be like, man, I don't want to hear that. That's like somebody with a good free throw percentage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You don't. You don't need somebody who who dunks. You need a John Stockton. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. You know Court what I mean. Vision. Yeah. Mad assist and a and a 97 percent free throw average. Man, Corliss Williamson has like a 8.7 <laughs> plus minus. You know what I'm saying. You'll never see when he's out there. All he does is get out there and get boards, man. <laughs> so stupid. That <laughs> big range jumper. Uh, that's another topic for another day. Who has the mid-range jumper of rap? Mm. That's a that's a topic right there. That's a bar. Mm. Utility game. <laughs> yeah, who's the who's the, your top three utility rappers? Go. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, mark it down. <laughs> hundred dollar bills, got one hundred dollar bills, got one hundred dollar bills. So let's talk about the Black Business of the Week. And for this one, I wanted to bring it back to books. Uh, not a real book because I can't read. A comic right. book because okay. it has pictures. Minimal words. You know how I do. It's like the pictures are bigger than the words. Like, like mm. in each panel, there's more picture than word. Exactly. Exactly. I can see what's going on. I don't need to read. Right. Uh, but I wanted to shout out 
Teflon Funk. Um, I just met the brother who writes it. Uh, I met him over the weekend. Uh, he was at my local comic book shop, Amalgam Comics, North Philly Stand Up, Kensington, what up? Um, Ariel, what up? Arson, what up? Uh, but uh, Stefani Mateer, uh created the series about a young girl from Queensbridge mm. whose life turns upside down. And it's heavily, heavily inspired by hip-hop and anime, so much so that the four characters represent four of the five boroughs. And uh, the, the, the girl is from Queens. And so you have characters from the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, and Staten Island. Uh, the Stefani Mateer is from Queens, New York himself. And uh, he drew inspiration from all types of anime, like uh, like Akiri uh, Toriyama, um, uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, damn, I'm saying it wrong. Hayao Miyazaki. Hayao. Um. So, like Akira, Dragon Ball Z, like these these are names that you know that you don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Hayao. Uh. He he has a few illustrators with him. He has a he has a, a you know a, a few storyboards with him. Um, he said, I believe I think he said his sister does social media for him because he's not good at it. Mm. Like he he's he's a real down to earth cat. All the money that goes into creating this product, he puts in himself. Um, he had a, a team who created like a, a anime type cartoon just as like a, a, a teaser for his comic. And that was featured in Complex. So it's really, really dope. You can check it out at teflonfunk.com. Boom, he said the name came from because he loved the song Machine Gun Funk. He right. loved that title. And he loved the fact that Biggie called himself the Teflon Don. Mm-hmm. So he took Teflon and Funk and put that together. And that's how he got the joint. That's already dope. So uh, teflonfunk.com, there you can buy the comic book. You can read the first chapter for free. Mm. Um, you can get a, uh, a picture, the, 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 the picture book, um, like all the art that he did, he put into a book by itself. Uh, you, can, you can buy each comic individually. You can buy them all. And, and one shot, you could buy them hard. I mean, uh, you could buy them paperback or you could buy them PDF. Mm. Uh, there is what he has is uh, what he did was really dope. He teamed up with a dude named Fat John, who is known in anime. He did music for uh, Samurai Champloo, and he did music for another joint, but uh, it, it's all hip hop based. So he teamed up with him and they did something called the free tape, which is just sounds that Fat John put together, like music, sa- music sounds, like music, mm. hip hop inspired that, that Fat John put together that you could listen to while you read the book. They get you, give you that real hip hop anime vibe. So check it out. Teflonfunk.com. That's your black business of the week. Shout out to music sounds. Shout out to music sounds.
Uh, so, all right, so let's get to this beefy ass pause. What you've been listening to? It's been a lot. It's been a lot. Boom. <coughs> Excuse me. Soon as you're uh, done sneezing. Yeah. Uh, what you've been listening to? Let's talk about it. A lot. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's been a lot going on. Uh, I listened to that Freddy vs. Jason joint. Yep. Spooky out here, holding Nino Browns and turn Pookie out here. No cool niggas, it's just goofies out here. I mean, niggas is he pork wearing goofies out here. Do it all, stood tall, doofy uh, out here. Fabulous and Cheddar Kiss. I announced about a year and a half ago. It's supposed to be a mixtape, supposed to come out around Halloween, which is why it was Freddie versus Jason. Mm-hmm. Came out on Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> And it's not a mixtape, it's an album. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and as a result, it's a reach. A lot of the yeah. joints, I, f- I feel like uh, Fab was trying to like pull Jada into you know, 2017, 2018. Like, come on, this is what this is the sound that was happening. Uh, we need to have Fresh Montana on the hook. We need to have, and it was just. We need that like, future on the hook. It was too much. And to be real with you, uh, I was really excited about it, not just because Fab and Jada are my, you know, two of my favorite rappers, but because like I know what Fab does to a mixtape, and when right. he has a theme, and you know, what I mean, when it's Freddie versus Jason coming on Halloween, you know, what I mean, it was so much, it was wide open, like you know, what I mean, like the script wrote itself, right? And he had, he had all these, he could have all these puns, all these clever lines. Kill, kill, kill. Right, and 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 it wasn't that, and mm-hmm. that's what I was looking for. I thought it was going to be Freddie versus Jason, uh, fucking nineteen nineties rap, and clever puns based on Halloween. Yeah, came out on Halloween. Yeah, and it, and even if it didn't come out on Halloween, I thought that's what it was going to be, and it wasn't. Yeah, I agree. Um, as I listened to it. The first joint where where they they went over different beats, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, I'm with it. I know the song with Future is next, but you got me. I'm with you. Let's do this. And then Stand Up with Future came on, and I said, I don't like this at all. Right. This is whack. And then from there on, it got marginally better. Um, Jada Jada sounds better. He sounds better than than he has lately, probably because he has you know Fab as his competition. Um, Fab just sounds way the, more comfortable on this whole the whole album. Fab sounds way more comfortable than Jada, so I, sound, he does sound more comfortable, but it doesn't sound good. Like it's like right, right. The whole joint was like all right, Jada and Fab, Jada verse then Fab verse, and we'll do a feature who's going to do the hook. And then for the third verse, we'll just do a bridge and a hook again. Um, so like that was like literally five songs in a row. It was like uh, fucking Future Joint. Then it was like uh, Swiss Beats. Then it was Fresh Montana. Then it was Swiss Beats again. Then it was Styles P. And I was just like, and those no and no those are the rap. They're just gonna listen to the hook over and over again. And those Swiss features were fugazi as hell, dog. Right. 
Like I, if you say Swiss is on the beat or or Swiss is on the feature. I'm expecting a hype ass Swiss beat hook. I'm expecting a hype, you know, nope. beat. Cause I mean, Nuri told you I like the Swiss beat. The shit already come with a hook. Mm-hmm. Um, got none of that. Nope. So, and there there were bars here and there, but nothing. I, I said on Twitter that like if this came out in 2002, dog, I would have pissed my pants. Right. Like this would have been it. Not really though. Not 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 this actual product. Though. Not this. Like, not this actual product. But like this concept of, you know, Jada and Fab going back and forth on a mixtape would have like I would have pissed my pants in 2002. Right. When it was announced, I wasn't hyped. Like I I, I you gave it more of a chance than I did when it first was announced because I I saw that as like y'all giving us something. 12 years after you should have gave it to us. Like, I don't, I don't want this now. I don't care. And I know that you're going to put, you're going to put some whack ass down South beats on it. You're going to put some, there was no boom bap on it. No premiere, no just blaze. Like no, no, where's Dame Grease at dog? There was no Dame Grease. Where's Dame Grease at? They went with his clone. They went with, they doubled down on the uh, Swiss beats. Yeah. Um, the stand-up remix, you hear, you get to hear what that song should have been. That right. song should have been Yo Gotti and, and Jeezy, and that was it. No up north rappers on it. Um, so that that's my take on it. It's cool, like listen to it, give it a chance, but don't expect too much. That's that's my opinion on it. All right. I also listen to uh, the Stally. Uh, that tell the truth, shame the devil. Okay. Oh. You know how I get it. Correct. In the booth in his jean jacket. Shit feeling like a straight jacket. Going crazy from the madness. Trying to appeal to the masses. Artists nowadays is new slaves. Trying to appeal to the masters. All right, it's, it's a style joint. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah. know, you, you know what you're going to get going into it. It's kind of like a... Currency type vibe, uh, a little mm-hmm. heavier on the on the joints, on the, on the beats. Um, I like he has the joint in there with Migos. Um, it's only got seven songs on it. You know what I'm saying? Where um, is he from? Ohio, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but real, 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 real nice joint. I, like I said, I, I enjoy it. It's it's a ambient joint. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not mm-hmm. listening. You can listen to joint just, just chill for a second. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last joint, you know what I mean? I'll let you talk about it, but uh, a 718 joint. Yeah. Hold up. No, I don't fuck around. Stay on my J-O. Hoping about that dough since I was a day old. Oh, push pretty ego if I need to for the root of evil. Was born in the belly. That's the way the streets So, Nick Boogie and uh, somebody else, Shy Dooley, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they did was they took Jay-Z acapellas and put them over DJ Premier Beats. And what they came out with was the 718 mixtape for free at 718.fm. Uh, you can download it now or stream it. And it's really dope. Um, You know, I've been fiending for a new blend tape. Like I miss blend tapes. 
So this hit me right up. This came right up my alley, hit me right in the heart. Um, a lot of them sound like it gives me that vibe of like if Jay was performing at an intimate show and kind of like how he did at Made in America where Just Blaze was the DJ. Like if Just Blaze is the DJ and it's like, yo, Jay, you can only rap over premiere beats for the whole concert. That's what it sounds like to me. Um, some of the beats, some of the some of the acapella selection for beats didn't hit as hard as they should. Some of them sound a little bit better than the original songs. But um, I really dug it. I listened to it twice straight through. How you feel about it, Boom? That, that's my point. I feel I feel like you know what I mean a couple of joints was, were alright. However, I feel like the joints, the acapellas that they picked. Uh, were so heavily dependent on the beats, mm. like you know what I mean. Like, like the songs from which they came from were so were, were, were so big and grandiose, and then to kind of you know pair it with something that's a little slower, a little darker. Like when you're coming from the fucking Just Blaze and the Blazettes, you know what I'm saying, right? <coughs> and and uh, and going to to something it sounds like Alchemist in the Basement it's like it's kind of like I mean crazy right uh, not not necessarily bad it's just like I said I think they if they would have picked some other songs like if they would have did like The Evils you know what I'm saying it might have mm-hmm. it might have gone you know it might have messed a little bit better okay I just feel like the, the the songs that they chose were so heavily dependent on they were like there was that Big Bang era of Jay's like 2001 2004 like Big fucking just blaze, yeah, you know, yeah. Kanye samples like it was just like they were they were as much as the song as the song as as his lyrics were. Mm. Mm. So so you're not really feeling the tape. Uh, wow. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just ah. Uh, it was wow. Uh, I thought you would have liked it more. I just I just think they picked the wrong they picked the wrong acapellas. Okay, I hear you. Yeah, I I really loved it. That that was my joint. I really loved it. Uh, so so that was it. That's that's pretty much what you've been on. Or you got something else? That's all I got. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that crossover. I listened to the seven one eight. Um. Right. I listened to the Freddy vs. Jason, so I, I was with you on that. I did not listen to the newest Dave East. Um, I, I I listened to Dave East's Paranoia joint. I had a basic plan, get out the projects and never look back. Could still smell the aroma from when my uncle would cook crack. One conversation between homies, better yet brothers, that used to spend the night with each other. They moms was best friends. Um, One name was I didn't like it. <laughs> Dog, I was gonna say this. Like, I don't understand how fucking J Cole let Nas down. If this is if this is Nas's man, right? Right. So, um, because because he came out with a new album over Thanksgiving, and before I jumped into that, I wanted to listen to the last one because I've given Dave East a chance. With uh, what was the one uh, the Kari channel? Uh, that was the joint with SDE, right? With Cam mm-hmm. and yeah, like I listened to that and I was like, uh, could be better. 
he's trying to rap, but it could be better. Uh, so I was like, all right, before I jump into this new one, he gave us one in August called Paranoia. I'm going to listen to that. And I listened to it. and I'm like, why is this guy from Harlem really trying to sound like he's from Georgia or, you know, South Carolina? Like, why is he rapping over these trap beats? If you if you from Harlem, dog, get you Dame Grease, get you heat makers. Like, what are you doing? Um, and that song with Chris Brown that has that that is the single currently for that. That shit's whack. Um, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, how is how is J Cole letting you down if if your single's out with with Chris Brown? Like, right. Like he's joining now. Like and. Uh, he actually did an interview on Sirius like uh, last month, and he was talking about how he's getting into like modeling now. Like he's doing a whole LL. Like it's not about to be no bars. It's about to be, you know what I'm saying? Money moves. So he's not going to dance. He's going to make money moves. He might have to dance. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? He might have to dance. Cause the shits. I'm sorry. The, uh, I, I really want to like Davies. I really do. But he's the music that he's putting out is whack, and he's not putting bars on it. I I do appreciate him having old school like hip hop interludes on there, but other than that, the music's not there. So I don't know if I'm gonna listen to this new one because the new one, I I don't want to be disappointed again, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I've been on. You you covered a couple of the ones that I, that I was already on. And of course, you know, the Mace versus Cameron beef, which is which was fantastic. Mm, yeah. Shout to Mace rapping. Shout to Murder Mace. Shouts out to Murder Mace. You played his role so hard, you forgot he can rap. <laughs> right. Shout out to Pastor Mace. So as we wrap it up. You can listen to us on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, any podcast catcher that you got. Just put in Defcon Jive. I guarantee you our joint will show up. Um, mm. You can email us at def, at uh, podcast whoa, at. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast at DefconJive.com. We're on Twitter at DCJ Podcast. Today being Monday. Uh, we put up a whole bunch of Cyber Monday deals for black businesses because that's what we do. Obviously, when you hear this, they're going to all be done. But you should still go check out them stores. I bet you a couple of them will extend their Cyber Monday savings onto you if you, you know, you tell them that you you heard them on us. Right. Um, and we on Facebook, too. You can find us on Defcon, at Defcon Jive there, too. Just search for us. We there. Boom. Watchman, Watchman. Facebook. <laughs> so, uh, with all that said, you know, it's your boy, Gannon, a.k.a. Mean Joe's Jeans. Mm. It's your man, Boom Dynamite, a.k.a. I miss my man, Kwame. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> call, call that man Edgar Allen Bro. <laughs> Here you go. You know why? Why? When are you going to be on the show again? Nevermore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He got a book to put out. He got a book to put out. Let him rock. Let him rock. Never more. We out.